Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I want to preach on this simple thought tonight with God being our helper, the kind of light that we should be. Think about it. The kind of light that we should be. Let's pray. Father in heaven, God in Jesus' name, Lord, we count it an honor and a privilege, Lord, to come to you on this side of heaven. Lord, we thank you for the good testimonies that we've heard. And Lord, the story that Brother Charles Crest gave us tonight was uh, such a blessing to know. Uh, Lord, that we were able in some way, shape, or form uh, have a help uh, uh, helped another brother in Christ. And Lord, I pray that you would bless these uh, words of wisdom that will be displayed before these people. Lord, I pray that you would take this tongue, let it go, bind all principalities and powers of darkness in high places, those of the devil. Lord, I pray you would loose this tongue, let it go, undergird us with your spirit and your power, that we may preach your word tonight. And Lord, we'll surely give you glory, honor, and thanksgiving for what you do here tonight for my friends. In Jesus' precious holy name we do ask. Amen and amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Look at that scripture with me one more time tonight. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's speaking. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. It didn't say that we're saved by good works, but it does mean that if we're saved, we ought to have some good works, and it should display a light in our life to where other people may see it, not to where we can be glorified, but that our Father which is in heaven may get all the glory. A light is not effective until it's turned on and until it is used. As believers, we've been given a great responsibility to shine our light in the midst of a darkened world. If there has ever been a time when God's people need to start shining their light, it's the day in which we live. Folks, you can look on every hand and you see wickedness. You see sin and you see filth everywhere you go. And the Bible encourages you and I through the words of our Savior to let our light shine before men to where the Father can be glorified. Folks, the way we preach don't need any glorification on self. The way one sings doesn't need any glorification on self. But that's all done to where the Lord in heaven may receive all the glory and all the honor. And folks, keep that in mind tonight as we preach thus saith the Word of God. It's important that our Father in heaven receives the glory. We're not to shine our light to draw attention to ourselves, but to glorify our Father which is in heaven. An old time preacher once said this, It's not me you need to see, it's a glimpse of Jesus. Our text here spoken by our Lord Jesus Christ is telling us to shine and not to show. There's a difference. May God help us today to shine our light for a crucified, soon-coming King. In this message, we'll give a description of how this light should be when we shine. Thus, when that word shine in Strong's Greek Dictionary means radiate brilliancy. In other words, you're... 
pushing away from you a light that radiates the Lord Jesus Christ. He says radiates brilliancy. And I believe that brilliancy could be our Lord Jesus because He is brilliant. Amen. Uh, He's the King of kings and He is the Lord of lords. Uh, It means to give light or to shine. Folks, first of all tonight we need to be a burning light. The Bible does tell us to let your light so shine. Well, what do you mean, preacher? We need to be a burning light. Well, we need to be a, a light burning with the love of God. First uh, John the 4 and 9 says, In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Uh, folks, we need to let that light burn with the love of God. If, you, if people can see the love of God in your life, uh, you are giving glory to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, because it's a testimony and a fact of knowing that when God moved in, uh, the old man moved out. A new man was resurrected anew. And you're giving off that light of love from the Father above. Listen, we need to let the light burn with love. Amen. If you don't have any love in your heart, if you don't have any love in your life, I doubt very seriously you got the love of Jesus in your heart. In other words, when Jesus comes in and He abides in your heart and makes a bold there, cleanses you from your sin, makes you a new creature in Christ, we're going to start loving some things. Amen. I believe you're going to start loving the church. I believe you'll want to come. I believe you'll start loving the Word of God. You'll want to read it. I believe you'll start loving to see people get saved. And you'll start telling people about the Savior and what He done for you and how He done it and how He set you up and put you on the right track of life. I believe you'll start loving your family more. You'll take that precious wife in your arms and look her eyeball to eyeball and say, Honey, I love you more today than I I did way back when. Why? Because when Jesus moved in, it changed the way you loved and the things that you loved. It changed all that. Amen. Oh, listen, I'm glad that I met my wife after I was saved because she probably wouldn't have had nothing to do with me before I was saved. I didn't know how to love until the Lord moved in. Amen. And I just took a little bit of what He gave me and tried to spread it around a little bit. Amen. We need to be a light burning with the love of God, but we need to be a light burning with the life of God. You know, Galatians 2 and 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. 
light burning with the love of God, but a light burning with the life of God. In other words, you ought to portray in your everyday life not only the love of our Savior, but you ought to also betray that we serve a God that is alive and well, and He's not dead. Amen. Hey, on the third day that stone was rolled away, Jesus came walking out of that tomb and is alive and well. Thanks be unto God. I don't serve a dead God today. I don't have to trust in a dead God to hold me up. I serve in a true living God that'll push me up. Amen. And that's who I serve today. Oh, people start looking into your life. They need to see a living God. They need to see a living Christ walking each day by faith. By faith in the crucified, risen King of glory. Of knowing with all peace in your heart that if tomorrow never comes, everything is settled over in heaven and everything's going to be alright. Light burning with the love of God. Light burning with the life of God. Light burning with the liberty in God. Galatians 5, 1, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You've heard of that word liberate. You've heard of the word liberty. The liberty bell. A symbol of freedom. You've heard of these uh, people that are going against these uh, nations and other parts of the world trying to be liberated from the very dictatorship that they're living under and the bad situation that they were in. Folks, we need a burning light with the liberty in God. Liberty of knowing that we are free from the bondage of sin and that we're not to be entangled again in the yokes of bondage of the sins of this world. Thank God I'm here to tell you, church, I don't want to go back to what I used to be. I don't want to go back and be entangled in those things again. I just want to trust Jesus tonight. And I know He's going to walk with me. And I want to walk with Him. And He's going to help me every step of the way. Because I'm free. Like a bird out of prison. That's taken His flight. Like a blind man that God gave back His sight. Thank God I'm free. Amen. Thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. Washed in the blood of Jesus. Been born again. Hallelujah. I'm saved, saved, saved by His wonderful grace. Hallelujah. Listen, we're saved today. The thing about it is most people don't act like they are. They don't act like they are. Sometimes I wonder if they really are. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Light burning with the liberty of God. We not only need to be a burning light, but number two, listen, we need to be a bright light. The Bible says we shouldn't hide it under a bushel. Yeah. We're to let our light shine. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Amen. Yeah. You ought to let it shine. A visible brightness. Amen. 
Ye are all the children of light. First Thessalonians 5, 5 tells us. And the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Oh, I'm not a child of darkness anymore. Once Jesus moved in, I moved out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. And we ought to display that bright light to a dark, dying world today. It's a visible light. It's a valuable brightness. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 5, 8, For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. See, you don't realize it today, but if you're saved, you're valuable. You can display a, a valuable brightness to this world. You may be the only Bible that another individual may ever read. You may be the only life that somebody looks at and say, Hey, I want what he's got. Or I want what she's got. Brother Charles, when that preacher man come up to you, said he was about to lay lay down the sword, give up the fight. When you popped that CD in that computer and pressed play, all you was doing was being a bright light and an encouragement. To another individual that needed it at that time. And thank God He can send us by the way uh, of many people today uh, that we will come in contact with. uh, And we are expected to be that light for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, He's done paid for us. He's done bought us. He's done, listen, He's done saved us. Uh, We ought to be that valuable light to, to others. I thank God for the preachers that I've listened to and cut my teeth on down through the years and I I thank God for those that were preaching the day I was saved. I thank God for those that preached when I was in church as a small child. Those Sunday school teachers that taught me about the Bible uh, growing up in children's church. I, I thank God for those folks because they were a valuable light in my life. A very valuable light. There also has to be a verifiable brightness. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Listen to this. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. In other words, it won't take people long to figure out if you're a fake or not. A verifiable brightness is this. You can look into their lives and see the fruit. You can look into their lives and that light is verified by the walk that they make. The talk that they talk and the life that they live. That's the light that we need to portray. A one that's verifiable. One that can honestly look and say, Hey, he must be a child of the King. Because of the light he's given off. I'll never forget the day. I was in a revival meeting and bless his heart, the pastor was having just a very difficult time with the church and and Lord he called me to try to straighten it out. I don't know. I don't believe I helped him because they fired him like the next week. <laughs> we went in and we went to McDonald's. And uh, we got in there and we, we, we took, gave our order and we walked over there and we sat down and we began to eat. And 
this lady come in after we had done prayed over the food for the meeting and all. A lady came walking into McDonald's, black lady. She came in and she just looked around and she came to our table. And she came over to where I was sitting. And she said, I perceive that you's a man of God. Yeah. I was like, yes, ma'am. I was like, we're having revival right down the road. Why don't you come? She said, preacher, I would, but we's having a meetings ourselves this week. Can we praise together? I said, yes, we sure can. And boy, she must have been Pentecostal because when she cut out praying, I didn't know what in the world she was saying and it about scared me to death. <laughs> All I had to do, Brother Dustin, was just pray. Yeah. I was like, Lord, Lord, have mercy. But anyway, if you'll carry the right light, if you'll portray the right light, the light of Christ, It'll be verifiable in your life. It'll be verifiable by the way you carry yourself. Uh, uh, We've been asked uh, in the midst of uh, 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 on elevators in the hospital. Her daddy would be one of them that would know. Me and Brother Lee would be on them elevators going up and down in that hospital. uh, And Lee would always have his suit on. And I may have one on. Then I get my hammer slacks on and my pullover or whatever. Uh, But I'm telling you what. These people got on that elevator before and looked at us and said, Hey, I perceive that y'all Christians, would you please pray for us? And we'd, we'd pray all the way down to the first floor. People would get back on. We'd go back up to the top and pray all the way back up. Amen. Listen, it's verifiable. Verifiable light that the Lord Jesus Christ gives. Number three, not only a burning light, a bright light, but we ought to be a bearing light. It does say that they may see your good works. That indicates a Walk of faith. Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, I believe it is. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Oh boy, I'm telling you what, folks. If I'd have been walking by sight, I'd have been in a mess a long time ago. And some of you would have been in a mess as well. We got to walk by faith. Faith in believing. Faith in knowing that our Lord Jesus Christ is coming again. That He is, did forgive us of our sins. Yeah. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4.18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That instructs us to live by faith. That's invested to working by faith. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead. Being alone, James 2, 7. Oh, we need a barren light. But listen, we need to be a believing light. It says, and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. That light should be a convincing light. A convincing light. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an example of the believers in a world in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. It ought to be a convincing light. They could look at you and say, hey, he's got the real deal. He's got the real stuff. He's got salvation. 
The light should be convincing. But boy, we're getting deep right here. Listen to this. That light ought to be convicting. <laughs> Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Oh, let that light shine so bright and so full that it brings conviction upon those that look at you in your life. I can see a lost person looking at somebody, some of you, and seeing the light that you portray and get under conviction just by knowing what God's brought you from. And what God's uh, delivered you out of and, and how He's uh, changed your life and how He's changed your family, how He's changed your home. I can see that happening. We've got to be that convincing light. We've got to be a, that convicting light, that convincing light that will uh, show others that there is no other way to heaven outside of Jesus Christ and His blood. Amen. Convincing convicting but that light will be correcting as well people will look at your life see you pray over a meal out at the restaurant and just maybe there's a lost family that's sitting nearby and they hear your prayer and they look at your family praying and maybe it's just like this one of the children of that lost family looks and pulls on the sleeve of daddy and says daddy what are they doing? Daddy, why, why are they praying? Daddy, we never pray at our meal. Why are we praying? Can you imagine what's going through the mind of that daddy that's sitting there with those children and that wife? What if that little girl uh, just tugs on the mother's uh, uh, dress tail out a little bit and begins to pull and say, Mommy, why don't we ever pray? Why don't we ever pray? Listen, you never know the lives you will affect by just letting your light shine. You'll never know the impact that you'll be able to make for the cause of heaven and the kingdom just by letting your light shine. As you walk out on Sunday morning, coming to Sunday school, you have your Bible under your arm, you have your coat, your tie on, the, the missus has her beautiful dress on, the kids come out looking quite dapper. And as they walk out, uh, there's someone across the street looking out the window, saying, look at that family there. Yeah. Going to church. They not only leave for Sunday school, they leave for Sunday night and they leave for Wednesday night. Do you think that might just bring a little bit of conviction upon the heart of an individual? Amen. I believe it would. And I believe that light will begin to correct and coerce and, and, and begin to deal with their heart. And look, you're being a witness and a great light for God and yet you haven't said a word yet. Yeah. Haven't even said a word. I love doing this when I get on the elevator. I use it as a witnessing tool. I get on the elevator, Damon, and they'll say, going up. 
I say, yes, ma'am, I'm going up one day and I'm going all the way to heaven. Going all the way to glory. I was on the elevator one day with, with a dear lady that got on there with me. I didn't know her from anybody. We got on the elevator there at the tower on about the sixth floor. No, fifth floor. Remember the floor. She said, Sir, you're going down? I said, Yes, ma'am, but the first floor as far as I'm going. Yeah. I'm not going no farther than the ground level. And she looked at me. She said, You must be a Christian. I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, Glory to God, I am too. And uh, we began to pray right there on the elevator. Going down. Amen. Yeah. By the time we got down to the bottom and the doors opened, those people just stood there and wondering what we was doing. Sitting there with her head bowed toward God. She was an elderly lady and she just kept praying. She just kept on a praying. Finally, the people moved over and went to another elevator. They didn't want to get on there with us. Yeah. <laughs> just little small things in your life will let your light shine. Let others know whom you serve and who your Savior is. It'll be a correcting light, a convincing light. Listen, folks. Let me close with this scripture tonight. 1 Peter 2, 9. You're a chosen generation. That means God chose you to be saved. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. Now, folks, our nation is becoming more unholy as the days go by. Yeah. But he's talking about the Christian nation. Put that, put that in that perspective. A holy nation. A peculiar people. Yeah. I've had some people look at me like I was crazy. But I ain't crazy. I done told you that, didn't I? Yeah. I got to preach that this week. I ain't crazy. Listen, he said you'd be a peculiar people. In other words, there's difference in you and the people that are lost in this world. That we should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness and into His marvelous light. That's the kind of light that we need to portray. Yeah. That's the kind of light that we need to shine amongst this world in which we live. A bright light. A burning light. A bearing light. And folks, you'll never know the impact that you'll have. Amongst others, if you'll let your little light shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. You can do better than that. Help me, okay? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. 
This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Ain't going to let the devil blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. Ain't going to let the devil blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. I ain't going to let the devil blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Hallelujah. You stand, okay? Y'all got my song ready back there? You want to play one back there, brother? You got something ready for invitation? Look, I know we've done prayed around this altar. But you may have a need and come and pray again. You may look at your life tonight and say, Preacher, I'm not allowing my light to shine the way that I should. God can help you with that. You may have it here and having all kinds of troubles in your life. God can help you with that. You may be here tonight lost and undone without Christ. He can surely help you with that too. You can be saved today. You might be just backslidden out in this world. Need to recommit your life to Him. First John 1 and 9 says He will forgive you of your sin. Amen. Let your light so shine tonight before men. That they may see your good works. That you may glorify your Father which is in heaven. Lord Jesus, we love you. Thank you again for all that you do for us. Thank you again for showing up and helping us tonight. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. You're blessed during this invitation time. If there is a need, Lord, I pray that come to this altar and have it met tonight. In Jesus' name we do humbly ask. Amen.